Welcome back, Masterpiece Women. I am so excited today because I have one of the most amazing women entrepreneurs that I've ever met, Miss Danielle. Danielle, we call her. Danielle, do people pronounce your name Danielle or Danielle? It's Danielle. They, a lot of people say it wrong because they pronounce it wrong because of the no I, but it's Danielle. Well, that's what I've always said. And then as soon as I said that, well, I'm going to make sure our listeners know how to pronounce her name. So good. So I've been doing it right. So Danielle is a faith-based eight-figure entrepreneur, personal development mindset mentor. She loves to empower people to just be the best that they can possibly be grow. She's passionate. She's a speaker. She's a published author. She's the founder and chief sales officer of Awakened, which I'm super excited about. And she has all kinds of accolades to her name. But most importantly, Danielle, what I love about you is that you have such a hunger and desire to change the world, to help people. It's your why is so big. And I know that's why God's put you in the position that you have is because it's not just about making people successful. It's about really changing the world. So welcome. Thank you for being here with me today. I was super excited to be here. So tell us a little bit more about who is Danielle? Like, how did you become an entrepreneur? What is your story? You know, I, I always knew at a young age, I was entrepreneurial. Um, in high school, I had my mom bought me, this will date us, this will put our age out there, but Lume, does everyone remember the nail thing? It was the very first at-home gel nails, L-U-M-E. I started that in high school and people, my mom's friends would come over and I'd do their nails. So I always knew at a young age that I wanted to be in business for myself. I didn't really have mentors. I didn't grow up in a very healthy mindset home. So it was hard for me to get out of my own way. But once I learned mindset and renewal of the mind, my life literally catapulted um, it with success in all areas. And it's a big process, right, to become an entrepreneur and really be successful. And most people don't realize it's what's going on between their ears and what their self-talk is that really, really, really matters. So being an entrepreneur has been a blessing, but getting myself right and developing myself as a human being has been the most integral part of it. That is so true. And, you know, I would love for you to talk a little bit. How did you set out on that mindset journey? Because it's been so powerful for you and so transformational as well, both personally and in business. Yeah. So about 16 years ago, um, I was newly married, 17 years ago, newly married and uh, thought my life, everyone was like, oh, it's a fairy tale. You have the great husband. And um, I had a daughter and a son and a beautiful home and we had our own uh, construction business and we owned a gym and I was a mess emotionally. And I realized like, this isn't fulfilling me. I, I thought if I just got married, married the right guy, went to church every Sunday, took care of my kids, committed to being a great wife and mother and entrepreneur that I would wake up happy. And I realized there was a lot of stuff, trauma, woundedness that I had stuffed down over the years that I never faced. I was a stuffer. I just learned to not focus on it, figuring I'm tough. I don't need to cry. I can handle it. I know a lot of women watching are like, I resonate I get with that. It. I get yeah. it. Yeah. And I kept everybody at a distance because I felt like I always had to fend for myself my entire life and no one really poured into me and my sister. We didn't know any better. So even though we're both successful now in our lives, we had nobody guiding us. And that's not a pity party. That's just a fact. And 
I looked at my husband one day and I said, I'm leaving. And I walked out the door and he came to the garage. He says, if you walk out, it's not a revolving door. Don't come back. So I got out of the car because I realized, okay, I can't run. I have to face this. And literally three nights later, I'm at work at one of my businesses. We had a couple small businesses and a woman serendipitously was there. I know it was God. And she, she and I were talking. She was telling me her life. She was kind of like pouring it out. And I started to tell her mine. And it was after hours. The business had already closed. It was just her and I, which is also weird how that happened. Totally a God incident. And when I told her what I was going through and I kind of, you know, just shared my issues too, how dark it was for me at that time and how unhappy I was, she said, you need to meet my sister. And long story short, her sister is one of the closest people to me in my life now. She's mentored me now for almost 17 years. She taught me renewal of the mind. She taught me Romans 4, 17, call those things that are not as though they are. She told me I had to forgive the people who had hurt me. She told me I had to face all of the stuff I had stuffed down. And I was kind of like, no, I don't want to do that. They just need all to say they're sorry and be better people. And maybe my life would get better. And she said, no, your life, your life will get better when you get your mind right and renewal of the mind. And she showed me right in scripture. When you start working on yourself, things will get better. I left there after three hours, just no makeup on, had been crying for hours, my swollen nose, swollen face. She listened to my story. I listened to hers. Her life had been radically changed. Uh, she had a worse childhood than I did. And when I heard her story, I was so blown away that it inspired me. And I left there with hope. And I dug deep. I did everything she told me. I got Joyce Meyer's Battlefield of the Mind on, on CD, right? Back then it was uh, Yes, I... I, I think I had that same CD set. Yep. <laughs> and I just went, guys, I went to town. I started digging deep. I started reading the books. I started just getting into all this stuff. And all of a sudden, literally overnight, my life started to shift. And it's been an incredible ride the last 15 years of it because I can't stop. I'm so excited about helping other people get their mind right. Because once you do, I promise you can't change anyone but yourself. Your job is to get your mind in alignment with what's already been spoken about you and, and the seeds of greatness God put in you can't come out if your mind is poisoned. And so that's how my journey started. And then I started making great money and, you know, things started happening that I can only say came from me walking around saying, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. I'm more than enough. I'm good enough. I'm loved. I'm happy. I'm whole, even though I didn't necessarily believe it. And then one day I did start to believe it, that I was good enough. And that's when my whole life shifted. I was always good enough. I didn't have to prove anything to anybody. God knew it, right? Our creator knows we're good enough, but he wants it. He's not going to do everything for us. He's going to tell us to pick up the mat and go. We can't sit in our stuff any longer, right? The clock is ticking. He wants us to do something purposeful with our lives. And he has more for us than we could ever imagine. So that's my, like, literally in a nutshell, it. how I got into it. <laughs> I love it. That's how I came up with Masterpiece Women. The, the whole concept of Masterpiece Women is based on Ephesians 2.10. You're a masterpiece uh, renewed in Christ yeah. to go do the work that he planned for you so long ago. Yeah, right. Which is why I'm so passionate about what you're doing, because you're not just helping people get healthy by losing right. weight with this incredible product, but your passion is really changing the world, transforming people's minds so they really know whose they are and who they are and the value that comes from within. So yeah. I would love for you to talk a little about our topic this week that we've been landing on all week in our different episodes are related to self-care. How self -care. did mindset shift Ooh. your self-care motivation mm -hmm. and change the way you took care of Danielle? 
So learning that I was codependent, uh, finding out that codependency is a real thing. I never understood it. If you don't understand it, it means that you spend your time in unhealthy coping mechanism with unhealthy coping mechanisms, trying to prove you're good enough in some way, shape or form in your relationships, whether romantic or not. And so when I started to realize what it was that was going on with me and it was, you know, I'm not for labels, but I am for pinpointing what it is, where the weaknesses are, right? Because that's where the enemy tries to come in. And I started to learn that I was, even though I'm super driven and very type A and I'm very performance driven, I started to learn that a lot of what I was doing was trying to be seen and be heard by my ex-husband. And, you know, when I was married to my husband, I tried to feel valued and validated. And guess what? So many of us do that and it's not healthy. So what I learned was that self-care isn't, I know a lot of the self-movement, especially for Christians, tends to get poo-pooed on. I'll promise you, there's plenty of scripture that shows God wants you to love yourself and care for yourself because you cannot care for others unless you purely love yourself. Agape love is the highest form of love. And until you start loving yourself, and believe me, I had self-hatred I didn't even know was there. And not just because I had weight issues and not just because I I had relationships that weren't healthy. It was because I didn't know the real true value in life is to just become so at peace and so in love with yourself and in so in love with your relationship with your creator that all of a sudden you wake up and go, I can love others freely because I'm not coming from a place of feeling bad. So self-care to me has been me learning to just love myself where I'm at, flaws and all. I don't necessarily like what I see in the mirror on certain parts of me. I don't necessarily like certain parts of my, the way I act. And so I'm still a work in progress, but I don't condemn myself anymore. I always say I'm not where I want to be, but I'm sure as heck not where I used to be. And I'm very, very proud of that. God wants us to just work on every day being better because you're called to, right? Do better when you know better. And we're held to that. So that means that if you know better and you just still sit in your stuff, then you're doing nothing to really bring good blessings into your life. And so I'm a big believer in the more you um, love on others and the more you love yourself, that is the greatest form of self-care because it heals relationships. It helps you to be more loving. It helps you to drop the, the defensiveness and the judgment. It starts to open you up to healing the relationships where you've been hurt and wounded. And a lot of us just don't know that it's self-care that is really at the root of it. Just start loving on yourself. And you may have to do what I used to do. Look in the mirror and go, you are loved. You are healthy. You are whole. You are good enough. And that used to make me cry. And then I knew I started to be healed when I wasn't crying when I would say those those things, which is super powerful. Declarations and the words I am are so important. And I know, Tina, you know that. But for me, no one ever taught me to say I am. And that's why I teach my children to say I am loved. I am strong. I am healthy. I am whole. Now they're that becoming is, adults speaking that to their friends. And don't to you love it? Well, you know, what's so exciting about that is it's inter- one of the things that really excites me about what you're doing is you're creating that whole mindset program, even for children, because I teach thinking grow rich with a biblical application. And one yeah. of the ladies was in the class and she homeschools and her kids were listening to the, um, chapter on auto suggestion, which is really just replacing the lies with the truth and really affirming yourself and repeating your vision to yourself. So you see yourself there. I am, I am. And so he was having an issue and he says, mama, 
I can do it because I'm made in the image of Christ and I am powerful and I am strong and I can make the choice myself. And I went, yes. Yes. And it's so so valuable to teach our kids where the shift takes place because then when the words of death are spoken over them, and I don't mean death, death, I mean, any words that are spoken from your mouth are either from one side of your tongue or the other. They're either calling life and speaking life or they're speaking death, which means speaking failure, speaking labels, speaking, this is our present reality. And I guess this is the way it's going to be. But when you use the other side of your tongue and you learn to mostly stay over here, even as children, we shift them. They start, my issues with depression over the years were literally overnight lifted when I learned that my words were calling in more of that energy, more of that yucky stuff, more of that unhealthy junk that was, I was letting it create an atmosphere in my life of depression, of sadness, of worthlessness, of not being good enough, not measuring up. Am I ever going to be able to fix myself? And can I get these people around me to be healthy? No, I can't do that. But our family, all of us are radically transformed because when one of you becomes courageous and works on just yourself and forgets everything else, just be humble and say, I'm just going to go to work on myself and practice the self-care of speaking life and believing that you're more than enough and believing you actually have been given gifts too. We're not the only people with gifts. Everybody's got gifts. And the minute you wake up one day and realize you're still alive, that means you've got work to do. Okay. So that means you've got to be in alignment with what you're saying is going to be right. What you call in. Call those things that are not as though they are, or what you think on is what you bring about. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. It's a ma- imagine this. When I teach people and I, you know, speak in 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 front of thousands of people, I'll be like, okay, raise your hand. Anyone who here who still struggles with, am I good enough? When I tell you, Tina, every seminar, every workshop, every church, every high school I've been in, this is what happens. Ninety-five percent of the room. 95% of the room, even the people that you think are running the show there and are very successful people, they raise their hand. And a lot of times you see people crying, grown men crying, women crying, kids, teenagers crying. And that tells me one thing. If there's anything I can share with you is be kind. Try to, at this point in your life, try today to say if they're acting angry or they're acting not healthy or they're saying things that are ugly it's because they're hurting doesn't mean it's right doesn't mean they're not on the hook for it what it means is that's where grace and mercy comes in and i'm learning more in my life even now opening a new company i was gonna say right now you're probably having to really practice that i gotta put a ton of grace and mercy out because the higher you go new level new devil starting my own company walking away from what i've done for 12 years and into the seat of a chief sales officer launching this vision of helping people with their mindset, adults, children, and getting people healthy and changing their mindset and their lives. There's a lot of uh, detractors that have come forward to try and take us or me and say, eh, right. And when that comes, you have two choices. You can pick up your sword and fight back, or you can give, give it to God and say, you're going to fight my battles. And I have had to put into play all that I've taught others. I have had to say, God, I bless them. Even when they say crazy things about me, even when they have no idea who I am as a human being. And I say, I'm good, Lord. I'm going to take it. I'm going to run with this vision because you told me this is the way to go. You have lit the, you have lit the lamp, the lamps. I am walking this and it's a walk of faith because no one likes to be judged. No one likes to be wrongly talked about, but 
there's 900,000 other people who say, thank you so much. We're with you. And you can't focus on those little people in your life, guys. Don't focus on the critics. Focus on what God says. Focus on what your purpose is. And understand that it is one of the hardest tests in your life to be good to yourself when you feel like other people are pointing out all these things that may or may not be even true about you. Yeah. And I love that it's testing me because I know it's going to take me to a new level. It's just some days I'm like, okay, I've kind of had enough today. <laughs> and I've just decided not to focus on those things for my own well-being because I know who I am and God knows my heart. If you know that God knows your heart, you can't fail. Absolutely. If you come from, if you come from a place of you're going to fight back, you're going to denigrate, you're going to libel, slander, all that then you're just in the same place as the people, your enemies, as I would say, right? And they're really, to me, they're not enemies. They're just hurting people who, for some reason, um, it causes them to act a way that isn't really nice. (laughs) Well, I think when when you look at things, you know, you often see people move up the ladder in success and there's always someone trying to pull them Uh, down because they're either not where they are, they want to be where they are, or they just are flat out jealous that they're not able to succeed. But when God calls you, he equips you. And I look at even what you've been doing for the last 12 years, Danielle, that's prepared you for this, for such a time as this. You know, I even look at myself in this season of, you know, preparing me for this because it's an interesting season. And I would love for you to talk just a hair about how the mindset changes. There's sometimes this whole thing about direct sales, like it's almost (laughs) like a stigma. And, um, you know, so you have to overcome that and you have to just not pay attention to it and just know that when God calls you to do something, you go do it no matter what anybody says. So I know you hit on that a little bit, but for, from that specifically, like how did you overcome that? What were the ways that you overcame some of that Mm -hmm. in this industry? Cause that is your industry. Yeah. So it's really fading out guys. Um, Direct sales is now like e-commerce making money online everybody's doing it. And if they're not doing it, they're talking about doing it, or they're trying to find one that fits their a company that fits their, their, uh, you know, how they, their personality and what they want to focus on making money with. So branding is online branding and online representing of a company and affiliate marketing, even sharing your favorite hair dryer, your favorite hair tool, your favorite lipstick. A lot of companies are just moved over to putting monetizing the people online who are willing to talk about how much they love their product or product line. So for me, Tina, it's not happening anymore, nor am I seeing it happen very much in our industry. And there's still some old school people out there who haven't caught on that everything's online and big box retail is dying. But if that does come up, I just share that, you know, network marketing is used by Coca-Cola and Verizon and Starbucks. If you share, you get, if you refer a customer to any big company, they're going to pay you, whether it's points or dollars or, you know, bucks towards buying more of their product line. Right. Right. That's network marketing. That's direct selling. Um, I came into the industry when 12 years ago, when mm, it really still wasn't, you know, Facebook wasn't really being used much and it wasn't a big deal back then. What was a big deal was, Oh, you're in one of those. And I just let it ride. And as soon as I started making money and it was paying my bills, I didn't care what anyone thought. Cause I'm like, I can be an at-home mom, make great. I was making six figures a year at the end of my first year doing it right from home. So I was like, I don't 
honestly care what people think because my bills are paid now and I'm helping people get healthy because my first company was a nutraceutical company too. So it was in alignment with what me and my husband loved. It was making us money. It was getting people healthy and other people were making money and we felt good about them making a paycheck. So I kept going. I just, I blocked, you got to guard your eyes and ears every day of your life, whether it's online, whether it's what you watch on TV, what you listen to, because that's what ultimately shapes your belief system. And most people have a faulty belief system, which is why they stay stuck in life. Your job is to override that system and be an active partner and, and literally rewriting and rewiring your mind so that you get in alignment with all the people that are winning big in life. And they're winning big, not just financially, forget money. Money doesn't fulfill you. I've lived with no money for many years, couldn't feed my kids, couldn't buy shoes for my husband, like literally holes in shoes, penniless, in massive debt. And then having money and making a lot of money, oh, sure, it solves some problems. Sure. Can you make memories? Can you do great things? Can you tithe? Can you give to charity all over the world? Sure. Do we do that? Absolutely. I love it. But it doesn't fulfill you. What fulfills you is waking up with joy and peace, regardless of your circumstances. It's being able to stay calm and focused and know that you are okay and that it's going to be handled. And when you get to that place in life, that's when you're wealthy. I consider myself a wealthy person, whether I'm making big money or not because I have finally found peace. I know how to love on others. I know how to love myself. It is a daily process. Is it? You don't just wake up one day. Oh, I exactly. Love I love you. Cause there's days you're not going to love yourself or others. And it's a, it's a lifestyle of forgiveness. It's a lifestyle of being good to yourself and not condemning yourself when you mess up. <clears throat> I mess up, but at least now I know what humility is. I didn't grow up learning these things, respect, um, humility. Humility is saying, I'm a flawed human being. I'm never going to be perfect. But if I have wronged you, even if I feel like I didn't do it on purpose and I know my intentions were pure, I am still sorry for what it made you feel like or what it did to you. We live that in our household. That's why I'm remarried and have a really healthy relationship. We have little things that we work on all the time, which is communicating with from not a place of... Um, ego, but from a place of, Ooh, if I hurt you, I'm just going to listen to what you have to say. And 90% of the time it ends up great. The other eight to 10% of the time it's because one of us has something we need to work on. And I consider that a blessing. Yes. If it's coming up and it's ugly, it means it's only God showing you that that's what you need to work on. Absolutely. So rejection, abandonment, um, not unworthiness, um, feeling sidelined, invalidation, all those things. When someone invalidates me, I used to, in the past, like I would take it bad. Now it's still a thing. If I feel like I wasn't heard, now what I say is, may I speak? And I take a minute, I take a breath. I don't go for the old Italian Greek, get mad and flip out, which was the old me because I, I used to be fiery. Now it's, okay, I just want you to know if, if you're okay with me talking now. We try to, everyone takes turns in the house, even our kids. We let them, everyone gets a, tur a turn to say anything they want. I very simply say, I'd like to communicate to you how it makes me feel when you do this. And when you use that phrase, it's very healing because you're not saying to the person that they're bad. You're not saying you're a jerk. You're not calling names. You're not being angry because anger is just a mask for hurt or for fear. My anger most of my life was because I was afraid or I was, I was hurt. So now I learned to say, you have hurt me. I know you probably didn't mean it. Here's what I heard when you said that. And it made me feel less than when I do that. Usually the person goes, 
oh my God, that's not what my intention was. I love you. And there's a book called Critical Conversations that I've been reading recently. Forgive, forgive me that I don't remember the author. Critical Conversations. Tina, that book is changing my life. And I'm always about personally de developing yourself. And basically it says the sooner you would approach an issue that has hurt you or is that causing someone else's hurt, and the sooner you sit down and say, I'm going to take a breath and just speak my piece and say, I'm sorry, the sooner you do that, the less likely it is to get become this resentment that builds for days, weeks, and years, right? And that's ultimately why our jobs end or our relationships and marriages end or why we can't get along with our children is because everybody's feeling unheard or not Absolutely. good enough. Meanwhile, it just means that we have to have these critical conversations from a place of no ego. And trust me, there's days where I'm like, ah! and then I go, oops, oops. I, I just did a video and I said that I said, okay, <laughs> are you that person that sticks your head in the sand? Cause that can be me or used mm. to be me. It's not me any longer. Right. I choose for it not to be me because it's so imperative that we address issues yes. immediately when they happen. Yes. And oftentimes that was my greatest weakness. Even as a CEO, I had hundreds of employees. Something yeah. would happen. I had to let somebody go and I'm like, oh, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do, I just right. the avoidance. The yes. yes. And the but, avoidance is us not wanting to confront what makes us uncomfortable. Exactly. But I promise you, when you make a commitment to someone that you're going to talk to them in love, even if they have, set you off by no and like to a level that you've never and they've really hurt you your job is to say we're going to speak when i'm calm and you're calm and then i'm going to tell you what you said that made what it made me feel and i'm going to leave it at that the minute it starts to get hot do you know what we do we go we'll take a couple minutes it's an adult timeout. it allows you to come back to yeah. a place of i love this person and the last thing i want to do is cause myself or this person harm because I can tell you if I had to be judged and will be, but if I had to be judged on my past of what I consider the worst thing about me, I wasn't a, a thief. I wasn't a criminal. I wasn't a bad person, but I used words to hurt when I was hurt. And I have learned that words sometimes that you speak are never going to be, they're never going to be undone. Right. Like the, toothpaste, the people, right. You yeah, like, yes. comes out, you can't put it back my in. My husband says that that's his analogy. And it's like, once you say it, it's hard to take it back, guys. And that's why kids in school, they get made fun of by a teacher. Or they get put down that they're stupid or they're not good enough. They carry that through life. And that becomes the lens through which they see themselves. Our job is to make sure we look through the lens and, and say to ourselves, you're loved, you're good enough. And then we go love on people knowing that they've got junk, being cognizant of their junk and saying, I'm not here to fix them. I'm here to be good enough that I know that when I'm talking to them, if they've hurt me, I'm going to, I'm going to deliver it in a calm fashion without a accusation with really, and you guys, if you do this, you're going to see breakthrough, get back to Tina and let her know if this is something you start to implement, because it's going to radically change your life radically. And I love that we're there now and that we can do these things. And that's called progress. We're not called to perfection. We're called to progress. <laughs> Exactly, because every day God shows. Oh, here's another little area. Here's like a little the, onion peel. Okay, you. honey, you yeah. you've kind of worked on this right. area. You're really good. Well, let's just yeah. fix this one now today. Exactly. So yeah. we're all works in progress, but we all all are made in His image, and we are masterpieces. And so in that, He yeah. also calls us to take care of our body, to take care yes. of our mind, to hold thoughts captive, and to really 
you know, understand that we're wonderfully, beautifully made by him in his image. Yeah. So if we're made in his image, then we're pretty amazing. And so because it's him, not prideful of ourselves, it's not pride, it's knowing our value that we are so valuable because we're his. So yeah. it's an exciting place to be. And I would love for you to share briefly, though, about how you are changing millions of lives moving forward with this amazing company that you're starting. So it was really just a dream in my heart. And um, I got burned out in, in the industry. I got tired of, you know, just the ups and downs. And I just felt this real call to be a female owner of a direct selling company. Um, we are a almost 80% female driven industry, but yet there are very few women at the top. And I had talked to God about it for years. I knew that when it was the right time, it would just happen. Law of non-resistance. If something's, I never push things. I've learned to stop putting, pushing a square peg into a round hole that chances are, if it's not showing up for me, then God's saying, I'm not ready. I don't look at it like, why God, why God anymore? I go, all right, I put it out there. You know, what's on my heart. And when I'm ready, if it's for me, you're going to present the opportunity. And that's exactly how the company was birthed. I called a friend, told him what was going on in my life. He's a powerhouse in the industry. He was already retired, doing really well in his life. And I'm good friends with his wife and they have a beautiful four-year-old daughter. And I just said, I think I'm going to make a change. And he said, Danielle, you're a powerhouse. It's time you open your own company. Guys, I didn't flinch. I went, I would love to. And then I said, but it's going to take like multi-millions. And he goes, we got the funding. I said, okay. And then we just birthed like literally... It was so beautiful because him and his wife, their vision for what they wanted to put out to the world was the exact same vision. And Awakened basically is, is three pillars, um, which is the heartbeat of the company, Awakened Health, which are the amazing products we're bringing out to the world. Uh, we have 28 doctors, MDs, who have already signed up in our company, a bunch of naturopaths and homeopaths that have come in already that love our science behind our first product, which is a leptin-based horm hormone balancing product that helps you release fat easily. I've already lost 21 pounds on it. Um, which I love I'm, it. I'm so excited about. about that product. Whatever else yeah. you launch in the future, I'm sure it's going to be amazing, <laughs> but I am beyond is, excited. It's epic. Yeah, epic product. So we have the, the, the product lines that we're coming out with. Then we have the awakened mind body, which we call the awakened self. And all that means is we want to get your mind right. So we have a mindset program that's based on everything we spoke about today. And we have a body program, which is for people to get exercise for free, movement, workouts online that are already happening that people can plug into and they're recorded. So if you can't make it live, you can work out after work or early morning with the recordings and people love it. And then Awakened Wealth, which is teaching people how to build an online business successfully, but also teaching them that real wealth is from, like I said earlier, just working on who you are, becoming the best version of yourself. And naturally, you're going to have good things come into your life because really, truly, you reap what you sow is a principle that I know not only with hundred percent certainty, but I have seen it work in my life. When you are, when you are planting good seeds, when you're doing things anonymously, when you are quietly doing things behind, not online, just working on you and working on helping others, what happens is, is everything starts to become a harvest in your life and you start to have that abundance and overflow that was meant for you, right? We're all heirs. Uh, we have so much waiting for us. Get rid of that mindset of, you know, that people who strip down and nothing and suffer are the real, you know, believers. No, true believers are meant to thrive. 
because without us thriving, we can't go out into the world and make a massive difference. So that's what the company is about. We have a foundation we're putting together, not so we can say we're givers, but because we really want to take funds and put it out there anonymously without our company name on it to help single moms and single dads or people burdened with medical uh, bills and disabled and truly can't pay their bills. Or maybe, you know, there was a tragedy and a house burned down. That's our heart. Helping children, getting into schools and making sure they have food. These kids don't have meals right around the corner from our homes, guys. They don't have backpacks. They don't have computers at home. They don't have internet access to get the education they need. They don't have mentorship. Someone who can say, you are good enough. You are, you do, you are special. Cause if we do that at a, at a, at a base level here now, everything changes, everything changes when we do that. So yes. Are we putting great products out? Absolutely. Do we love the science? Do we love people feeling good? Sure. But really I started the company with my business partners because we're tired of the status quo. We're tired of, Hey, just buy my product and make some money. And you know, that's not us. Uh, we want to make, we want to affect a change that's to me and to them all about inside what's going on. What are you carrying around? What can we help you get rid of? If we can help you raise up as a human being to be a better person, not only does your health naturally get better. Okay. Your immune system gets stronger when you're not carrying junk around. You can actually go around and make the kind of effect on your world and the world around you in a, in a way that's truly powerful. So I'm a living proof of it. Tina's living proof of it. Hopefully you guys have some real hope today and feel that, you know, any, you're, you're limitless. Don't limit yourself. It really, you you can do anything. (laughs) Yes. So what would be the one piece you've given so many gold nuggets, like what would be that one thing you'd say to a woman who's launching a new business? How would you encourage her? What would be the one piece of advice you would give her? Be courageous. It took me being courageous to get out of bed, to stop feeling depressed, to face my demons, face what was bothering me, face what was I had pushed down. And when I, I got out of that bed and I stopped sleeping all day and I stopped focusing on everything that was wrong in my life and stopped condemning myself. And I just said, Danielle, be courageous, be strong, be courageous, be strong. And I just stayed on that. And I put like what I call literal cement boots on. I was steadfast that I was not going to look back in the rear view. I wasn't going to look back at my mistakes. I was only going to focus on what can I do to be the best person today and get healed And that changes everything. So be courageous when you start a new business. One of the things you're going to have are detractors. You're going to have the enemy whispering in your ear that you're not equipped. You are more than equipped. Everything you need is already in you. The stuff that sits on that stuff needs to come off in order for you to rise up and be super successful. You already have it. So don't think you have to go out and find it. It's in you. If you've started that business, you have a dream in your heart. It's already yours. When you say it's yours and believe it's yours and you are courageous and you don't focus on the naysayers and the people who don't believe in you, trust me, you wake up one day and go, I had it in me all along. I just needed to be my greatest believer. You have to be your greatest coach. I can coach you. Tina can coach you. But if you're not coaching yourself the right way, all of this doesn't matter. So my words to you, be courageous, stand on the truth and not on what the other side of people's tongues have to say about you, about your company, about your product or your service. If you don't have that strong conviction, it'll, it'll, it'll take you out of the game and nothing greater than I love seeing other women when men are wonderful. And I love the gifts that men have, but man, I'm all about 
let's go ladies. We don't have to sit back and be who others think we should be. We're going to go out and be who we know we are and go out there and kick butt and be really proud of yourself. I love that. Thank you for being with us, Danielle. You know, one of the things that we do in our programs at Masterpiece Women and teaching, and we're going to launch it again this fall, is building an online business. We're doing that program. We're also doing the Think and Grow Rich with the Biblical Education. And one of the things we always talk about is exactly that, understanding your value, repeating over. So, so much of what you talked about today, I was like, wow, it was like listening to the Think and Grow Rich book. <laughs> it's so <laughs> such good stuff. Like, and when you finally get that and you see yourself where you want to be. And, but the one thing that you landed on over and over and over was it is not success versus significance, right? You can be successful financially, doesn't sure. mean you have a significant oh. life, right? Amen. And when you get to this place of, and that's what I love about you and the team is that it's not just, we're going to be very successful financially. It's a given just the way God's aligned everything. I believe sure. with everything in me, it's going to be hugely successful, but wow, the opportunity to go make an impact all over the world in people's health, in people's mindsets, in people knowing who they are. We yeah. will be able to be used to help transform the world. That's a big why. And when you're looking at setting your vision as to where you want to be, and you start claiming those words, I am, and listing out whatever that vision is God's given you. Well, if you don't have a big why attached to it, dollars It'll... really, at the end of the day, don't excite you. Like if I put out yeah. there, I want to make a million dollars a month. Yeah, that's exciting. It's good. I'll be able to do great things about it. But it's not that exciting to go after money, but to go after 100%. making a significant impact in people's lives all over the world. That excites me. And that's what excites me about you and awakened you. in the business. And so <laughs> ladies, if you have not joined our masterpiece membership, be sure you join it. We are going to have those two programs launching and actually the end of September. Um, we do have a retreat coming up, but it's sold out. Sorry. So next year, we'll let you know about the next retreat. So if you're watching our podcast, make sure you leave us a um, review and join us in our Facebook group, Masterpiece Women Entrepreneurs. We're growing business God's way. Have a great day, ladies. And thank you for being here, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you are interested in our company, please reach out to Tina. She's one of our fastest growing leaders and she's just a joy and a blessing. So I wish you guys all the best and God bless. Thank you for having me.